So, professional debt evader. Uh, President of the Gabrielle Tarquini fan club. Yep. And member of the British Empire. Andy Priel. Looks. Andy Priel. If you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers to that, man. Cheers, guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley. I am Sean Eckman. And this is another episode that we have made after a long season of podcasts, streaming episodes, iRacing leagues, you name it, we're doing it. Sean, how you doing over there? I, well, I'm happy to be in my own home in Pasadena. Normally we do this in the car, Ryan. That's but, right. Uh, we decided to take a little break, have a quaint little dinner. That's right. We're sitting here enjoying a meal with the headsets on, but it's just you and I, which is kind of weird because normally we're driving a car when we do this. I'm uncomfortable talking and looking you in the eye. Yeah, it's weird. I keep looking at my laptop just to stop staring this at you. This is not how this works. <laughs> but uh, we decided to take a break because we've driven so far. We've been all over the country. We've been all over the world. World. And uh, we added up all the mileage through the years, and we'd have decided that we've been to the moon and back. Just because we said so. Why not in this goddamn sport? You can lie about anything. <laughs> One of the fun things that we tried to do this year was utilize our time wisely. It didn't work out well. However, we were able to capture a couple of podcasts with people that normally wouldn't be in the country. So when we knew that the roar was going to be a week before Daytona, we decided to look at the schedule, see who was flying over that we could get a hold of. And when we saw the name Sebastian Prio on the entry list, we thought the same thing exactly. Let's get his dad. So we reached out to Andy Prio. Prioux? 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 And he was happy to sit down with us and have a meal. And I got to tell you, this for me is an all-time get. I'm a huge fan of his. He was able to take a touring car career and make it a factory career, get the big GT cars and do all sorts of stuff like that. Very much what I'm trying to do with my career as well. And so for me, this was an all time. So just to go over, if you are not necessarily a huge road racing person per se, Andy Prio is a very well-known name within the sports car ranks. He has won four European Touring Car Championships, which is like the big class to be in years ago if you like touring cars. He drove in DTM with BMW. Uh, he was part of the great Factory Ford GTE program at Le Mans and in the World Endurance Championship. Uh, now he's semi-retired. He's still driving racing cars with Larry Holton Multimatic, but that's more on a development and showcasing level, as well as uh, being a dad to his son, Sebastian Prio, who is now a very strong up-and-coming uh, GT yeah. driver. If you've been to Daytona during the 24-hour week, it is not surprising to run into a lot of people in racing at Ronin, the sushi restaurant. It is kind of like the sushi spot when you go to Daytona. So that's where we met up with Andy Priol. And he was nice enough to spend some time with us, even though he had his wife and kids with him, one of which was racing in the 24-hour. But we were so stoked because he came in, sat right down with us, and it was like we had known him our whole lives. So here are some things you're going to learn about. First of all, Guernsey history. If you don't know about Guernsey, that's a small little island between uh, England and France, technically UK property. That's where this guy's from. You're also going to hear about living in a van down by the river. Uh, you're going to hear about nappies on Monday. I love nappies on Monday. You're also going to hear about Buddhism. As well as being royalty. Royalty, Ryan? Royalty indeed. Why is that? Because he's an MBE. He's an MBE. Yeah. We were uh, we were basically, he was like the next in line to the throne. Yeah, I think he's number four now that the queen has passed. Rest yeah. her soul. Sorry, Dad. Once again, Andy Pre... 
is a huge star to me. So getting able to sit down with him and share a meal is awesome. But speaking of huge stars that we've gotten to share a meal with, hmm. how did we get to Ronan? That was via our uh, Acura MDX. Right. Which was driven by Rene Rass. Who was an Audi driver at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice of him to do that. Why didn't you buy an Audi? Whatever. You're going to drive BMWs now. And of course, we've been working really hard all year on our streaming series, which is available on Motor Trend. You can go to Motor Trend's YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash motor trend watch or you can go to their streaming series motor trend plus look us up i'm not kidding right when we got the show on there i opened up the website and we were right next to top gear on their show and i just thought that was the craziest thing so really cool to be on motor trend but we can't be on motor trend without the support of you guys and all the continental tires you have bought so please continue to tag continental tire buy their products they make shoes they make hoses and tires they t- oh tires yeah, right they tires. do that too they make podcast other tires and of course we can't do it without them and without you as well as our friends at Acura who continue to hire me for some reason which is keeping me employed say the continental big fan oh continental tire cross contact andy prio lx hey guys sean and ryan here we were just noticing that if you comment and like on our videos on motor trend it goes a long way with our sponsors so please do that if you get a chance thanks don't speak for me Oh, come on. Yeah, we'll put that on. Let's talk about it. So you're here with your son, Seb. I am. And yeah. uh, so last season, you followed him around the whole challenge circuit. Uh, in 19, actually. Uh, no, 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 2020. Okay. 2020. Okay. Last year, he did the that Porsche. That was a bad time to travel the country. <laughs> I loved it. Was it was a good time well, no one did. was on the freeway. We did, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 we had made great time. But like, yeah. we were just talking about this with Graham Goodwin, that like touring the U.S., if you're from the U.K., or even like most of Europe, it's a very different experience just because of the openness of everything. Yeah. So. Oh, I mean, it's beautiful. I loved it. I did East Coast to West Coast. We did the desert. We did the cowboy stuff, the canyon. Yeah. <laughs> we went through the election. Um, oh, <laughs> yes, you um, did. Okay. It was really interesting what to see What happened? I didn't, was, uh, there, yeah. was that big news? I don't <laughs> Yep. Your, your kid's currently racing a P3 car. This this will yep. come out later in the year, but we're here in Daytona in January. Your son's racing a P3 car. No BOP in P3. That's good. So that's good. That's and then good. last year he ran the Porsche GT3 Cup. Absolutely. No, no BOP. BOP there. So you're, no you're clearly like, kiddo, let me make sure you still love this. Absolutely. Yeah, let me not ruin this for you. I love I love BOP. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the balance of bullshit basically yeah, oh, yeah. So uh-huh. we were warned by an anonymous <laughs> source named graham uh just a couple hours ago that, that this is like the number one topic whenever you'd get interviewed was it was bop was i you, was i you, bad you could not get enough of this apparently so really and I'm it took bad. you about a minute <laughs> oh so my god it took you about a <laughs> and minute i haven't so raced for like 18 even, months yeah, and you're still, still, still right. not out my well, system but now you're a dad which probably makes you even worse so that's why i'm not allowed anywhere near the garage they don't allow <laughs> any hockey dads anywhere near do you know what? I like it when you drive out the pits uh-huh. and you drive as fast as you can mm-hmm. from the moment you leave the pit lane mm-hmm. to the moment mm-hmm. you get in. Mm-hmm. That's the world I grew up in, mm-hmm. in Formula 3 and all the yeah. junior formulas, yeah. where it's like absolutely as fast as you can yeah. go, you yeah. know, from the outlap. Yeah. And um, I don't like all this sort of, oh, you know, how would you judge, oh, yeah. back out a little bit, oh, you're a little bit too quick. And you don't want to be too slow, but you don't want to be too yeah. quick. And yeah. you, you, you just, yeah, you, you actually don't want to drive the car because if you drive it and you go too quick, you're in trouble. I mean... You are a touring car guy, and I'm a touring car guy. We always had the uh, the balance of the, the weight. Day, by the way. The weight handicap. I'm good. I can leave right now. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, go on. Yeah, we had weight handicap, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes you're driving with 80 kilos mm-hmm. of success ballast. Mm-hmm. And everyone's asking, like, 
why are you P10 or P14 on the grid? Mm -hmm. Nobody <laughs> understands it. Um, and you drive to the reverse grid, like finish eighth, and yeah. it would be like the best race of your life. Yeah. And everyone thinks you're using the reverse grid to help you. But in <laughs> fact, you are driving a car yeah, that's towing a caravan uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Um, and putting it somewhere in the top eight. So, but I, I think, um, it, you know, coming back to sort of the whole purity of racing that I grew up in, yeah. and that was you get in any car and you drive as fast as you can, mm -hmm. as soon as you can. Mm -hmm you're judged already by the time you're on your first flying lap yeah. if this guy's any good or not and um it's a different world now it's mm -hmm. it's it's about you know playing the percentage saving energy obviously the fuel save and all yeah. that that's great yeah. in sports cars but you know formula e and everything is going to be about purely how you can drive the most economical way yes. and it's a very different philosophy yeah um we, and a different way of driving we sat down with renee rass the other day as a buddy of ours and uh he couldn't help himself from saying that Formula E wasn't real racing. Yeah. Like he kept catching himself. He's like, "Well, no, like in real race, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's just not the same. Yeah, it's a different thing. It's a, it's a different world, yeah. but you still, you know, you still got to be super clever, and you still got to know. I, I know they're busy in the car. Mm -hmm. I know they're super busy with all the functionality, mm -hmm. of the steering, and yeah. and all that stuff. But it's just a different style, you know. And uh, in touring car racing, in in Formula cars. Mm -hmm. It really is that last little bit that mm -hmm. makes the difference. So yep. you, you've got to relearn how to go about your racing again. But yeah. we're not going into BOP anymore. That's it. That's the last I'm discussion. Sure I'm sure it'll come up at some point, but you've made your point. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's probably why I stopped racing for a while, because I just got fed up with always trying to, well, not justify, but, you know, you're living in a world of judgment. Mm -hmm. You're living mm -hmm. in a world that, yeah, forgets you very quickly. So you've yeah. always got to keep putting yeah. yourself on the radar all yeah. the time. So. It, you know what the, the day I decide I mean I'm very fortunate because I'm contracted with, with Multimatic mm -hmm. and Larry Holt so mm -hmm. I'm still driving yeah. lots of race cars yeah. all the time but it was a very strange decision you know Covid hit my son's career was starting to go really well mm -hmm. and my career was still going well and I had a good offer to continue racing for in a, in a world touring car for the next three years and it was just going to be really awkward trying to juggle the whole family thing again yeah. um, and you know, Seb not doesn't need me, but it's always important to have your family behind you. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like he's he doesn't need a driver coach. He just needs a mentor yeah, that yeah. helps and judge, you know, yeah. guides him. Like, maybe just be careful what you say here or just, sure. be, you know, yeah. do this or do that. So and it, when I decided that, you know, OK, I'm not going to chase it. I'm with Larry Holt. He's, he's giving me a lot of great stuff to do. Yeah. It was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And I think. You don't realize it, but I've had that for 20 years. You, you've, you're mm -hmm. still having it. Yeah. Um, and. It, it, it's quite a heavy weight on the shoulders, actually. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being a professional in any sport, you are open to judgment all the time. You never feel safe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> only that you feel safe on the Sunday night if you want to race. Monday morning, yeah. it's all turning to sh again. It, it very quickly so, goes away. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's a very transitory business. But, you know, I've been, been quite happy mm -hmm. uh, away from the track. But I am missing the driving. I'm missing yeah. the racing. So it seems to me like you, you actually just enjoy driving a race car at its limit. Yeah. And and some of the people, like Andy Lally's a good friend of ours, he he couldn't care less about cars or necessarily ra or driving a race car. He likes competition. Yeah. He just wants to compete against something. Yeah. But I can if, understand that. So for him, I think once he can't compete at the level he wants to, he'll, he'll do something else. Yeah. I will probably always miss driving a race car once my driving career comes to an end because yeah. I just genuinely enjoy being on track and, and, and you know persuading a machine to do what you want it to being in the you moment know? yeah you know and yeah. uh, it's 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 a way of life it's it's what you've learned all your life um, it's a fa funny feeling when you wake up and you haven't got 
oh, you mustn't, you know, you, you've got to lose two kilos for the next race. You don't have to worry about that. And uh, you should go running today because it, it's raining, but I've got a race next week. It's a, it's a very, you've always got to put, like I always said to my wife, the house can burn down during the season. I haven't got time to fix it. I'll sort it in November. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys are going to have to live in a rented accommodation if the house burns down. You yeah. don't, you've just got to try and win the next race. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're always... Even when you've got a contract that's multi-year, you know that it's going to end <laughs> next year, matter. and you know that it's yeah. going to take a year yeah. to do the deal. So yeah. you're always like, yeah. "Now's important. Everyone's here. I've got to do the job now." And, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you, so you have to live in that mentality: the sky is always falling. Yeah, that's what drives you. Yeah, yeah. You have to expect yeah, yeah. the best and plan for the worst all of the time. And DC always told me, "Cool tide." He's like, "You've always got to be prepared to leave with every deal. So you've got to have another deal or another option, or you've got to have done exceptionally well." I mean, I've had times where we've won the world championship and then the manufacturer said, well, we've won it. We don't cool, need to carry done. on. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know? So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, but it's a timing thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I had 20 consecutive years as a factory driver, um, never an easy year, never a year where you felt like you were safe, um, but that somehow keeps you edgy, keeps you, keeps you where you need to be. And as soon as you get comfortable, you know, it, I've always said you need to have a you need to will the car to go faster than it can go and faster than you want to go and you've got to be comfortable in the uncomfortable all of the time. And if you get comfortable, um, it's not uncomfortable enough. You're not going to be quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like me with the ladies. I totally get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, always uncomfortable and awkward. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so you're kind of your current deal. You're you're sort of doing some development consulting work with Multimatic. Absolutely. And so, then Sebastian. So this is a good way to stay in the sport. So yeah, I mean, I'm living the the competition side with Sebastian through the yeah. driver prep and going training but with him. He has to run, not you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he has to do the running. Yeah. I still jog with him, mm -hmm, you know, sure. and stuff like that. Until you don't want to anymore. Exactly. <laughs> right. and yeah. It's raining, mate. You go on your own. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, which is most days where I live in Guernsey. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm testing a lot in um, in a really fast car in, uh, in with Multimatic and sort of what was supposed to be the uh, Le Mans car with with Aston Martins now the customer car it's the, called the 002 yeah. Valkyrie mm -hmm. yeah. so I'm driving some fast cars yeah. and I'm also doing the automotive development of the Valkyrie 001 which is the road car yeah. so a beautiful project and yeah. Larry's got some races in my contract as well mm -hmm. so I've always got to be ready yeah. um, <laughs> to, to jump back in and I must say I had, I've had 18 months out of racing I am missing it mm -hmm. um, so I'm never going to say never you should never retire yeah I mean, look at Mario Andretti. I mean, he was in his 50s and still winning races. Tarquini, yeah. Yeah. just yeah. retired. Yeah, exactly right. 56, yeah. 57 yep. years old, still winning races at yeah. a high level. Yeah. Especially in touring car and sports car. Yep. GT sports yeah, car. Yeah, Oberlin's still getting, Billy, getting it done. Billy yeah. Oberlin, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And he's like 68, he's is that right? 73, <laughs> I think, at this point. I think he was 62 when I was That's with him right, 10 right, years right, ago. Yeah, but exactly. And he's somehow still 62. Did, did yeah. I say 60 or 42? I couldn't remember <laughs> yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah, but he still he looks good. I mean, I saw him yesterday. Well, that's surgeons, though. So somebody, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just injections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said work done. The shades have got bigger and bigger every year to cover the face. Yeah, right. The cap's got lower and lower. There's a lot of experience there. There's a lot of guys that stay there a long time it's like ford you know you go to ford and they ask you how long have you go and ask the factory worker how long you've been here 35 years <laughs> yeah. it's the same in multimatic 15 yeah. 20 yeah. 35 you know and that's a good sign and you've got that super wealth of knowledge mm -hmm. that it, you know money can only buy it. money can't buy it yeah you know yeah, time exactly. buys that yeah, sort of exactly knowledge right. really so yeah but they're good good guys so he's he's running with you guys i think this weekend against you well he's in the gt4 
He's in the. He's looking after the Ford uh, GT4 yeah, yeah, Mustang. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, same cool race, but kids coming over. Yep, yeah, yep. that's why Joey's there. Vijayj, as yeah. we call him. Yeah, I won't go into into why we <laughs> call him Vijayj. Uh, that's pretty Vijay. transparent. Vijayj, huh? okay, interesting. All right. <laughs> Did he tell you about the time we were in Italy and uh, we were on the training camp? Go on, go up, please. Um, and we'd done like we'd done a week of training, and you know, like Joey's fit and strong. He likes all his interval and weight training, and everything yeah. else. But you yeah. know, in in Italy, it's all about cycling and running yeah, and right, hiking. Yeah. And so we'd had a week of pain, basically. And we all went out. Me, this is Ford's fitness camp. This is no, this was the BMW one from okay. And this has been a theme all week with like Oliver and Rene, like how they did the Audi good one. Good week for training camp. Yeah, good week. Yeah. Yeah. Did they like, talk about the training camp? They did their own. I just talked to JJ about it, like, like literally, as we got here, we literally jumped in. Um, we, we got out of the thing somehow one evening and we all went out and had a pizza and a load of wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this, I don't know if you've ever heard, like, the we, we, we have a thing called the Battle of Flowers where we live in, in the Channel Islands. Basically, loads of floats all mm-hmm. liveried up. Do you guys do that over here? Well, we have, like, a rose parade yeah. in yeah. Pasadena, yeah. where I yeah. live, which parade. is, like, a bunch of cars that are decorated in Yeah, That's it. Well, like there's trucks stuff. and cars and yeah. Oh, yeah, we do that in Pasadena, yeah. yeah. And uh, we decided to be part of that parade. Okay. We were all, we'd had a few, two bottles, <laughs> yeah, many right. bottles of red wine, so. Very good. Um, and we literally jumped on this parade. We were on the float. We were drinking and partying and, you know, joined wait, just joined into Full this bloody Ferris thing. Bueller. Yeah. Full on Ferris Bueller. Yeah. 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 And then this is very naughty. But um, anyway, Joey, uh, Joey and I were sort of, well, Joey was desperate for a pee. <laughs> so um, we literally jumped, jumped off at a certain point along this parade. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joey decided to have a pee. Literally. <laughs> Just over the fence. Mm-hmm. What he didn't realise, we were only 100 metres from our hotel. If he'd waited, we would have been in the hotel. <laughs> right, we would have, right, right. have pee. But Man, we had some go. crazy times, me and Joey. Mm-hmm. He's such yeah, yeah. a good crack guy. Yeah. 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 Um, he's always got a lot of chat. He's always got a lot of chat, which is nice. Yeah. So I got on well with him. Yeah. And uh, he's a su- super guy. So looking forward to seeing him actually. He's this, here this weekend yeah. doing the Ford, uh, Ford stuff. So, yeah, so this, this won't come out until November, but he's going to be doing the Na- a big NASCAR program this year. And that'll be have already happened It'll by the time this airs. So that's pretty cool. But like, I can't think of somebody else that I would root for to yeah, do that. You know, like he's guy. been just so cool. Yeah. So he's a cool guy. He's yeah. a lovely, lovely guy. Yeah. Um, he's quick in the car as yeah. well. Yeah. Does the job. Yeah. Um, and it's great that he's got a NASCAR yeah. NASCAR ride. Yeah, it's pretty Super cool. Super exciting. Yeah. Also, he's got a kid coming through like me, who's pretty pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, Chase, Chase is killing it. Getting yeah. it done. He's, yeah. he's doing a great job yeah. watching him closely, and he's mm-hmm. he's winning a lot of races. Yeah, yeah. So he, he'll be ta- taking his old man's drive yes. just like Seb's taken all of mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in these, when you're getting into these kind of factory clicks, you know, there's like 20 Audi guys and BMW. I assume something close to that. Does it kind of split off like that? Where it's like, so you and Joey are like. There's a few years between you, but you're sort of a certain sect of age. Um, yeah. Does it kind of spread out like that? Like these three guys hang out together and these two guys hang out together? I think so. I mean, I had both of us had Tom Chick as our teammate, and okay. he's a great, fun German. Um, Bruno as well. Bruno's, Bruno Spengler, Spengler's yeah. like Canadian-German. <laughs> so we always, we always ended up being together. Yeah. Um, I think the, what I loved, you know, I had some fantastic years with BMW, and what I will say is they are extremely loyal people. Yeah. Um, if you're winning, the phone doesn't ring. That's a good sign. They're happy. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? You're and not going to get a lot of attaboys, but you're, you're not, not going to hear get, from anybody. You're not going to get a pat on the back. You know, it's that's what you're paid to do. Yeah. You're paid to win. We got you because we want you. But yeah. Yep. But you know, they are super loyal. If you make a mistake, and you're racing, they're great. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, they'll support you yeah. really big time. But the other side of it is, it's super hard work mentally. Yeah. 
you know, DTM is, well... well we've, we've heard, heard all about brutal. it in the yeah. last two days. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I went from winning most things in touring cars, yeah. a lot of races, yeah. to yeah. being 16th, 18th on the grid with yeah. DC next to me, and we're looking at each other going, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. You know, and you can be, you can be, you know, you can win one year, and then the next year you're 15th, 16th yeah. on the grid. Right. It's brutal. So it's a very, very high stress. Yeah. But in all, in all, in every program I ever drove for BMW, it was always a high level of stress. Yeah, you know, you're you know expected you're to win any car they have. So yeah, I and they're yeah. always competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and you're always replaceable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, look at Tandy. I mean, look, mm -hmm. you know what that guy's achieved. And I thought, like me, I thought I'd never leave BMW. Yeah, yeah. And I thought Tandy would never leave Porsche with yeah. everything he's achieved. Yep. But yep. you know, fame is transitory. You got to get used to it. It's yeah. going to move on. So yeah, yeah. Um, all these things change but they, they are very very uh, loyal mm -hmm. they'll support you 100 percent but you know if yeah. you're not there yeah. you're gone you yeah. know and that's that's the way it is we were we were talking today just in between because we had lunch with graham goodwin from daily sports car and we were just talking after that and and one of the takeaways from this trip has been that like dtm had to suck it's brutal <laughs> like, and I, I had no interest of ever doing no that, one you know? no one has no. described dtm with fond. i mean renee was fond of renee was fond of his results and he was strong yeah was but it, none of his conversations sounded like he was like couldn't wait to like go he back. He was just so happy when it was over. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why that the recurring thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so DC told me he he got out the year before me, and then he said, "Mate, don't retire. Don't you dare retire." Because I said to my wife, I walked into that paddock for so many years, and I was like unhappy from the moment I walked in yeah. to the moment I left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, luckily, I went to Bathurst and did the V8 supercar with Ekstrom yeah. as my teammate. Yeah, yeah. Is that when you, po you podiumed, right? Uh, we were fighting for the win. That was Surface Paradise. The Surface Paradise yeah, podium. Right. Yeah. That's with yeah. Seb Bourdais. He was with in the other car. Yeah, yeah. But um, I honestly thought at some point I can't drive anymore. I mean, I'm 37, 38. I've done, you know. And, <laughs> right. and DC was like, mate, don't retire. So just, I did. Just I, for some fans. Well, you, you keep saying DC. You're meaning David Coulter. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he was like, don't retire, AP. So anyway, I went to I went to um, to Bathurst and I did the, did the, the V8s and I was really really back on the pace. Yeah, you know, yeah. back on my A game. Extron uh -huh. was like, "Don't retire, AP." <laughs> he was my teammate. Yeah, and and I landed. I had a contract from BMW to come to America to do you know uh, IMSA, yeah. and I was very happy. Yeah, and the moment I left the paddock, I never thought once about it again. Sure, DTM. Yeah, it is just yeah. you can't judge. There's too many factors. You know, aero. Yeah. Driving, parts, of course. Parts, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Extrom used to write down the the, um, the the part numbers or all the splitters. Uh, that literally, yeah, the splitters was what Jarvis was saying. Oliver Jarvis was saying that, like, he wasn't really paying attention to that stuff, but other guys were literally looking to see what was on their car so they knew if it would be the same at yep. the next one or the same as others. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But what was really weird, I did the Bathurst thing. I came back and I qualified on the front row for my final race. <laughs> and I wasn't driving any differently at all. So it, it's... He's it's leaving. Weird. We'll give him the good yeah. stuff yeah. for yeah. one. He's going to yeah. stay with us and do America. We'll look after him and send him away. But yeah. to be honest, <laughs> it's, it's just such a big wheel. And, it, yeah. you know, I think it should be better now mm -hmm. than it was then. I think with the, the GT3 car, stuff? The GT3. Yeah, because yeah. the cars were so sensitive when I was driving. You would spend 45 minutes talking about one mil of ride height. Yeah. yeah. You know, should we do it? <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah. One mil. Might it's ruin everything. Yeah, right, it's a big right. change. You might pick yeah. out the window. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, oh, God, you know, and it's like, hang on, this is wrong, guys. Yeah, right, this no, is wrong, no. you know. Yeah. So. That's exactly why you signed up for the sport. Yeah, right, yeah, three to hours there, and a debrief, debrief on right height. For, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, so. yeah. But it, it did teach you mental strength. Um, it did teach you technical detail. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and very often you can have your best race of your life, your eighth, 
be happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. if yeah. you've driven well, walk yeah. home happy. You, you you can look at guys like Rocky, you know, Mike mm-hmm. Rockefeller. Yeah. He can win it one year. And Jamie Green. I mean, yeah, Jamie right. Green is another guy that, I mean, that guy beat Lewis Hamilton in yeah. Formula Renault. Yeah. You know, and he's been in DTM forever. Yeah. Very, not very famous guy in the UK. Right. I was actually going to ask Oliver and Renee about this, but you, you could probably speak to it too. Why, why is Jamie Green not winning Le Mans every year? Or in any of these, I mean, it's like he, he just does DTM stuff. Probably because he can earn more money doing okay. DTM. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You get into, you know, how like, you get into your little paddock, mm-hmm. and then you start working yeah. the system. And I think you know we're all we're all guilty of it somehow. But motorsport doesn't doesn't really often look outside of mm-hmm. its paddock. Yeah, you know, and that's what yeah. I love about the IMSA paddock, and that's why I put Seb out here as soon as I could, and yeah. I loved it out here because it's a really great paddock. Everyone's watching. If you you're doing well, your name's in the on the tannoy, and it's the way it used to be. But like now, I don't feel feel that people look outside of the paddock too much and you know obviously he's got an he'll have an audi contract or a mercedes contract or whatever and there's not a lot you can do i mean i've had years where i've had fantastic contracts with bmw been offered a brilliant drive with peugeot at le mans mm-hmm. couldn't do it wait you got the peugeot offer for the uh, prototype uh, car yeah wow and damn I that's a hard it. thing to yeah you know that's um, the deal. i got flown to france with serge Chenier and had lunch and yeah you know would like to have you and you know we're talking about it and now i speak to mario and mario was like not really mario tyson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, with bmw you know, yeah so and he was he was a great boss but he was a great boss that's a huge huge yeah. like i mean the confidence boost that should have given you it was nice um but again you know how it is you get into it and you know you, you might have a few bad first races and yeah, you're, yeah. you're feeling shit yeah. again yeah. so <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 yeah. i like yeah. that you like you're the touring car guy and your headspace is still that you could suck tomorrow yeah this is Renee rest yeah Andy yeah. Lally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah. this is very common like i i asked uh we're very good friends with the spencer pompelli uh Ooh. if you know him Ooh. at all he's, he's a very good friend of ours and i had asked him like two years ago because i was having a rough couple of races and i was like do you ever doubt yourself and he's like all the time, yeah. Like all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, all right, yeah. Like it's it's not uncommon. No, 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 yeah. no. It's 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 good. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to be your own worst critic yes. in a positive way. It's <laughs> yeah. not an easy That's thing to do. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's not an easy thing to do. But I spent years studying meditation, uh-huh. mind control, and yeah. you know, when I was racing, I mean, you you probably That's seen what DTM it. does to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Breaks also, a man. World yeah. touring car. You yeah. know, the years that that, yeah. that I won the championship. Yeah. I won four years in a row <laughs> with weight and success yeah, ballast, yeah. and it wasn't the best car all the time. Yeah. Um, sometimes you need the best car. Yeah. You know, other times, but you, I still, even when I had the best car, I still had Augusto Farfus as my teammate, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you know, somebody yeah. else. So it was always going to be tough. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was for me, it was about mind control. You know, going to Macau last race of the year. Mm-hmm. I think one year we had nine drivers could win the championship yeah, with two awesome. races cool. to go. Yeah. 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 With Lisboa. Yeah. yeah, turn one where you normally end up in a car park. Yeah, there. In, in the most chaotic track you could possibly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Have a yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 very so. unforgiving. It's yeah. a casino. Yeah, you know, in more yeah. ways than one. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and and it was always being, it was like the hundred percent aggression with a hundred percent restraint yeah. and being able to control yeah. and walk yeah. that tightrope and uh, have that real awareness. You know that, right? I'm not going to get into that, or right? I'm going to I'm going to be real solid with the next move. Yeah, and uh, get through or drive your car and everyone else's around you mm-hmm. and having that global awareness yeah um and that you know at a certain point yes the fastest driver needs to get up there to win the fastest guy needs to get on pole at some point it comes down to the guy that's the most aware mm-hmm. that's clever mm-hmm. that's the calmest in the mind 
you one, know. One of the things that uh, Ollie Jarvis gave you credit for was that he said he went to watch practice at Macau when you were in the in the BMW, and I think he was doing F3. He was, yeah. And he said that in practice you went out in the BMW and you were driving on the dirty side of the start-finish for the first corner to see what kind of speed you could take through it yep. to get through there because you're going to be on pole and you're going to be starting on the inside or whatever. Yep. Yep. And he, in his exact words, were, I could tell there was a brain there yeah. because no one else was thinking that way. Yeah. And just in the first no, you know, little cool. bit of talking to you, it's like obviously you do think. That's super nice bit. coming from Ollie because yeah. yeah, I saw him race and win in Macau. Which, <laughs> in F3, you know, yeah. If you win in F3, yeah, you're going to Formula 1. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So yep. He's, he's a very special driver. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I used to go and always practice my defensive lines and my in-laps. Yeah. You know, yeah. what's it idea, like actually. over here on the way into yeah. turn one? Because yeah. it doesn't count, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. especially yeah. on an old set of tyres, why wouldn't you? You them off, You know, yeah. why yeah. wouldn't you? But, yeah, uh, yeah you, you do, at a certain point, you do have to think, yeah, a lot more. And, uh, you know, come, come the crunch at, at the end of the season when everybody you know, it's really at the top of their game in the car mm -hmm. and it's, yeah. it, it takes something else. Yeah. It always takes a bit of extra effort. And I, I, you know, I was always like a boxer. I used to prepare like hell for the race and then have a massive taper afterwards because there's no way you could keep yourself at that level of yeah. intensity yeah. all the time. So you have yeah. to build up and then drop it off for a few days yeah. or a week and then build it up again. Uh -huh. And, um, it, you know, by the end of the season, you're not sure whether you can do another one like that. You're right. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. you're drained. So straight yeah. to DTM yeah. from there. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. The yeah, most yeah. crushing yeah, thing yeah. you could think yes, of. Yes, I'll yes I'll do it. I remember signing the contract in DTM. I was super happy yeah. and super worried. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're already beat this. Yeah, yeah. From, mentally from you're just, you've just like been doing. Yeah. Just one, you know, like your yeah. fourth big touring car championship yeah. in a row. <laughs> yeah. And it's, now, all right, now yeah. the next hardest thing now in the, the world. Now the man breaker yeah. or whatever. <laughs> exactly. it, yeah. it does yeah. suck out the soul of energy. Yeah. Yeah, it does, yeah. I mean, you, you probably, you, you have it and you've probably spoken to so many, I don't know, you know, I've seen some of the interviews you've done, been with amazing people, Dario Franchitti yeah. and Mario Andretti. Yeah. But they must all have felt the same way at yeah. the end of the season. It is an indomitable will to it, win. It's interesting. That's exactly right. It's interesting the differences amongst a lot of people, but a lot of the similarities come down to like having that, willingness to go whatever distance it takes yeah. to be able to get the win or yeah. do, do the success you know and yeah. that's been kind of neat to learn that it yeah. is i mean senna was the prime example yeah of how yeah. probably was really hard in the team yes. at the beginning yeah um probably the teams didn't like him but by the end of the season he's so successful yeah, that everybody yeah. loved love him. that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly you know he's he's just the winning you yeah. always end up yeah. going through those growing pains where you're forcing the team forward and you're trying yeah. to squeeze everything yeah. out of everything um, and they probably don't like you at that moment. Yeah, yeah. But come the end of the year, yeah, yep, everyone likes normally, trophies. Yeah. Everyone likes it. So uh, we should probably do background on you because if you're a NASCAR fan or an IndyCar fan, you might not know the name Andy Preolks. 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 Close. The Alex is silent and it rhymes with Preolks. <laughs> like we were joking that. Uh, there's a scene in uh, Something About Mary where he's trying to say Brett Favre and he calls him Brett Favre. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to do that to him over and over again. It's pre Is that how you say it? But no, if you're not a huge touring car fan or you're not a sports car diehard, you might not know who Andy Prio is. But honestly, when we... I was telling Sean earlier, I'm like, this is a fanboy moment for, for me because I, I knew that touring cars were going to be a big part of my career. And I, again, there's not a lot of Brits to cheer for unless yep. you watch BTCC. And uh, there's no Americans over there, so I had to pick somebody. So you were like my guy to watch. So this awesome. is, for me, this Thank is you. very, very special. Um, really but give us the, uh, where, where does motorsports in your life begin? Um, so it began more in motocross and motorbikes right because you because there's a little nerd history thing i want to get into because you're from guernsey i'm guernsey, guernsey. the channel islands, islands which guernsey are close like so it's uk 
Yeah. But it's a small little set of islands closer to France than they are that's right. <laughs> to the yeah. UK. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, so sell me on Guernsey. So it has a 35 mile an hour speed limit. <laughs> well, because the, the, the island's like a half mile. It's, it's well, you'll go off. Yeah. 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 You're going to go off the cliff. You, go yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't break long. it enough time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nine miles long, five yeah. miles wide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, surrounded it's by water. It's basically... It's Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You... It's uh, 60,000 people clinging to a rock in the middle not of the Los English Angeles. Basically. That's not Los Angeles. <laughs> right, right, right. But go on. Um, yeah. Amazingly, on such a small island, there's a huge amount of motorsport. Okay. There's sand racing. There's sprinting, hill climbing. Yeah. Um, no circuit racing, but kart racing around the outside of a football pitch. Okay. Motocross. So anywhere where you can be in a small contained space and go fast, <laughs> yeah. you're going to yeah. do it. You're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it started out really low-level stuff, clubby stuff in, in the UK, in yeah. Guernsey motorbiking and motocrossing and anything with a throttle and a motor I was on it whether yeah. it was a motocross bike or whatever yeah. is Guernsey culturally different from mainland like do you, are you, is there a, like a pride of being there like you're, yeah. you're, I'm not British I'm Guernsian or whatever there, there's quite a lot <laughs> of that there's quite okay. a lot okay. we're yeah, very we're stubborn Guernsey people <laughs> okay. they, we call, they call us the Guernsey donkeys and that's because we <laughs> dig the hills in yeah. we're stubborn determined yeah. very hard working most yeah. of the people are like fishermen uh-huh. growers yeah. You know, they grind it out. Yeah. Dirty right. hands. Well, My you're not exactly <laughs> importing stuff if you live on this tiny island. Exactly. So yeah, like you got to make, make do, right? There's a lot of, right. uh, you know, offshore finance and stuff uh-huh. like that. But oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this yeah. change. And business tycoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But okay. not, not, uh, With not anymore, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was was in many in fact um my grandfather was involved in bringing the first bank to guernsey or helping with all of that and um apparently the prios were vikings and pirates oh nice so we've traced the family tree right back to william the conqueror yeah this makes sense okay yeah Yeah. okay well from now (laughs) on we're gonna talk about car racing yeah yeah yeah. um interesting (laughs) yeah we talk you know we talk we talk uh you know a a lot of history in the island a lot of history in fact we were occupied there as well in the second world war by the nazis by the nazis that was your family there at that time um my grandfather was and he had to work for them in the power station wow. and uh it that's, was tough that's yeah intense. tough five years with starvation and yeah we've still got all the german bunkers actually around the island wow. so you can still see yeah uh, in fact one year i was a baby and i i was probably 12 or 13 on my bmx and i crawled down one of the cliffs to a bunker and uh-huh. i found an old german machine gun no way yeah dude yeah that's I awesome. I used to pick yeah. out in the harbour, in Guernsey, the harbour, used to pick out little um, bullets from the, really? the invasion, yeah. Yeah. from the walls. Yeah, like that. Yeah. It's World War Two bloody bullets and stuff. It's That's crazy. Incre- That's incredible. But anyway, yeah. special line. Lots of motorsport. Yeah. Um, sand racing. My, fa- my grandfather, after the German occupation, built a sand racing car mm-hmm. with his own hands. Yeah. Literally panel beated everything himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, my father raced. Um, I, I've now raced, and Seb's now fourth generation. Yeah. A lot yeah. of racing yeah. in the yeah. island. Went on and did all sorts of stuff in the UK. Right, because your your bio basically states hill climbing was was, was your big kind yeah. of start. Yeah. So yeah. my my break came. So when I won the British Hill Climb Championship in '95, mm-hmm. I was 20 years old, driving Formula One engine pill beam DFL. Yeah. What? Four liter. An F1 engine hill climb car. Yeah. Yeah. Two liter. A uh, four liter DFL, 600 horsepower. <laughs> I mean, uh, upper real. Like yeah. it's like and a pill thirty second prototype car, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. A, well, this was a single seater pill okay, beam. Okay, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like Pike's Peak over thirty yes, seconds. Exactly, thirty seconds. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Four in one car. In fact, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> it's crazy. But you know, people used to really hurt themselves. I won the hill climb championship in '95. I'm guessing this is like mini island levels of safety, litigious safety. <laughs> in other words, none. 
yeah there's like no, people you, are standing by the side of the road and, and this is all over britain as well you yeah, know right. it's just yeah. like yeah. if you go off you hit a tree or yeah yeah a, a, a wall or something yeah mm-hmm. it's the island of isle of man but for the uk yeah, it is. in fact i did a hill climb in the isle of man oh wow yeah. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. so yeah. It's, it's very similar to that yeah mm-hmm. started with that and then uh got you know very successful i built the car myself with my father set it up myself cool. you know i'm a fully qualified mechanic as well oh, so excellent. i can do yeah. setup and diffs and all that stuff and uh won the hill climb championship in 95 that's cool um got picked up by a guy called jackie stewart heard of him heard of him heard yeah of him, yeah who, we call uh, him js yeah, yeah on the inside yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. jys <laughs> um and uh he literally offered me a drive in uh, formula opal uh-huh. in the paul stewart racing team yeah I couldn't, I did the test and they were really keen on having me, but I couldn't raise the money. Uh-huh. You know, we were doing like hill climbing, which was our own little family right. operation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, spent a few years in the wilderness, then decided to, I don't know if you've seen it, but I sold my house. Twice I heard. Twice. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I literally remortgaged it and then, then I had to sell it and raised, I used to basically borrow money to go racing uh-huh. and I used to sell cars yeah. to pay the debt to go racing. Okay. It was a real okay. juggling act. And, and what level is that? So it, that was Renault Formula, uh, Formula Renault. Like the Renault lowest Spiders. tier of, like <laughs> you're, you're out leveraging yourself for the lowest tier oh, yeah. of Just to wheel. get going. I mean, yeah, if yeah. I knew now what I knew then, I <laughs> the would never The kind of risk you were taking, yeah. yeah. I mean, my wife left a, lo- you know, a house in Guernsey. Mm-hmm. We were 19, 20 years old. Um, she, got, she married me in her mid-20s, but I was early 20s. And I convinced her to sell the house, and we bought a 14-foot caravan and lived in a caravan at Silverstone. <laughs> and I had nothing. She must love you. Yeah. Yeah. She's still with me now. I was going to say, that's commitment. You, you must have very good chat. Yeah. She, deserves like a medal. Yeah. she deserves a bloody medal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and we, and we lived it. So, to be honest, super happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, we were following the dream. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I didn't have an address, so nobody could send me an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> They're still trying to find yeah, you. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. There's this always a podcast. We're going to get an email. guy knocking on yeah, doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Info at dinner with racers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We lived on baked beans on toast, and there's a guy called Darren Manning who... Yeah. He's yeah. a good friend. In fact, he's down tomorrow because he's my, one of my best pals. Okay. And uh, yeah. he basically let me borrow his house for laundry and stuff like that. And I hooked up to a Formula 3 team and I was just going out looking for sponsorship. So yeah. in the front of the mo- caravan, it wasn't a motorhome, it was a caravan. <laughs> it cost me 1,200 quid. Ooh, um, nice one. I had a, yeah, a nice little one. PC yeah. computer and I wrote emails all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. I did like 500 bloody proposals yes. a day if I could. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, just wanted to go racing. But yep. And this so was to be a race driver or to be an F1 driver? Just, just I wanted to be a Formula One driver. Right. You had yeah, to aim yeah. high, didn't yeah. you? Well, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone you when they're twenty is going to be an F one driver. Yeah. You got to aim mm-hmm. high, otherwise yeah. you fall mm-hmm. and you fall too low. But um, we we tried everything, and uh, it it took years. It took years to get the money together. Thankfully, I had no debt. Um, then I started instructing and found a way to then get back into a house. So we had a little mortgage, and then yeah, just started building up the racing business really, which was sponsorship, and mm-hmm. the, you know, and did all my own deals. Anyway, I got all the way through um, Renault, and then I did Formula Spiders, Renault Spiders. And then in 99, I won every, every single race. And I used that as a te- to get me a test in Formula 3. When Jensen Button was being replaced, he went yep. into Formula 1. Yep. And I won the 10-lap ten, ten shootout in that car and uh, ended up representing Renault in Formula 3. 
Yeah. So yeah, and then just kept going on the on the story really. Yeah. yeah. So started single seaters and went all the way through touring cars into sports cars and and it even ended up testing. I would in say Formula you get one. to be a Formula One driver. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. were a Formula One driver. Well, yeah. I was never yeah. driving in Grand Prix, but, but hey, come on, yeah. to know, get to drive one was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And I always you know? got paid every time I sat in the car. <laughs> hey, right. There you go. Did, yeah. did a deal with Frank and he yeah. paid me some dollars and yeah. didn't have to bring money yeah. to go to Formula One, which That's a lot so of people still do now. Yes, I do. Yeah. It, yeah, I didn't have that, that luxury or that choice. Yeah. So it was a grind, you know, it was a tough grind. Yeah. It was a tough old grind. But you literally went from living in a caravan at Silverstone with no address, having to sell house, sell a house, remortgage a house, and then yep. you eventually get to test a I mean, And F1 Talking car. a girl <laughs> into selling a house. Well, yeah, she's the real winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she left a great you know? job banking, earning good money. Yeah, <laughs> to, to live in a work. van. She yeah. worked in the Silverstone ticket office earning four pounds an hour yeah, after yeah. going to a really good banking job. <laughs> So I can imagine why her mum was furious when she, mm-hmm. I mean, when yeah. I look back now. With this, like, greaser boyfriend. I always wind her up, and she's the best best mother-in-law you could ever have. She supported me 100%, yeah. but we had one big dinner one afternoon with all the family around, and, you know, her brother was uh, was just announcing that he's just, you know, managed, he's going to get married, and he's yeah. pregnant, and his job's going really going well. Everything's going great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and they're all going around talking about everything that they were doing, and at that time, I had nothing. And right, she yeah. was like, so, Andy, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm I bankrupt. Got some proposals out. <laughs> I got no money. Right. <laughs> I got no drive. <laughs> I, I just threw my knife and fork down and walked out. Well, no. Yeah. Because I was really... Yeah, still, yeah it's pretty brutal. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. she didn't mean it like that. But it, it, it's I bad. felt it like yeah, that. Right, right. And she's been the best, you know, mother-in-law I could ever have. She's a wonderful lady, but uh, <laughs> it hurt. Yeah. You yeah. know, it hurts eh? being in that situation yeah. when you, you know, it's always a, you know, you either get a big run and you ride a great wave or you're, yeah. it's either brilliant or you've got nothing. There's nothing <laughs> in between. So there's, I mean, it's kind of a wide birth of stories in, in where you went there, but there's a common theme we've found in most of our recordings. Yes, yeah. And I am certain this is there, if we if we dig hard enough. Every, I don't care if it's a driver, a PR guy, a media person, crew a chief, team owner, yeah, crew yeah. chief. Just about everyone's career started on a con. A lie of some a sort. A lie of some sort. Yeah. So what's the, uh, what's the Andy Prealks uh, <laughs> con? Christ, I'm still lying now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you're hearing right Yeah, it's now. all it's all bull- um, <laughs> Well, it has to be there. There's no way you could live in a van. Trying what's to get the lie? It's Silverstone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, I, I think it's quite a common theme for most racing drivers, but I probably lied about my age quite a few times mm, okay. to get get the odd contract yeah, here and there. Right, yeah. Yeah. And now, when I tell people my age, nobody believes me. Uh, how old are you? 28. <laughs> <laughs> Just teed you up there. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. Um, um, I will say, I. I did take some big risks financially. And that's why I'm really tired now, you know, of, of the whole bloody thing. But I yeah, remember man. when I signed with Promotech me to do Formula 3, I went to the Autosport show to announce my deal. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a penny. Yeah. You know, I had pledges of money mm-hmm. and I was replacing Jensen that's Button. It's a bit of a con, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. replacing Jensen Button. I'm signing a contract to bring yeah. a vastly reduced amount of money. but I, And I had to wriggle out of the last payment. Uh, of that contract um, which was tough yeah. he was very good to me Serge and he looked after me because I gave him a, this is the guy in charge yeah, I, gave him a, yeah. I gave him everything I could yeah. you know yeah. um, and he knew that I was struggling but, so maybe um, not a con but a hustle I definitely had to, to hustle yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely yeah. had to hustle But the other common theme is there was no backup plan was there no 
it had to work. It, there was nothing. Yeah, there's a lot of that in our yeah. in our and it, it we goes, interview very successful people in the yeah. sport, and it's almost always yeah. that there wasn't like. Eh, and then if that didn't work, I had the million dollars I had made. Yeah, as it, a it goes software. against yeah. every parent's advice of have your backup plan. Yeah, right. Yeah, one hundred percent of successful people never have one. Yeah. I think your back's got to be against the wall, yeah. and you got nowhere to wriggle yeah. apart from deliver. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the good guys dominate for a long long time because they are absolutely dedicated mm-hmm. and i don't the one of the hardest things is people don't realize or can't consider motor racing as a sport yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's like okay you're in the best car it is a sport you yeah. are physically and mentally giving everything yeah. you got whether yeah. it's concentration physical exertion driving the car as you know beyond what's it's capable mm-hmm. of is a mm-hmm. it's coming from in your core yeah you know yeah. it's coming from well, yeah from yeah. your body yeah um, and also forcing the business forward. Yeah. It's a, it's all energy. So yep. um, it is a sport. And yeah. look at Lewis. I mean, what he's achieved. So uh, outside of your like open wheel career in, in, in England, growing up in F3 and stuff, is there anybody? We ask this a, a lot uh, about you know, like karting and stuff like that. But is there anybody from Guernsey or like that was on the hill climb circuit that you were like? blown away by their talent but they never went anywhere with it like the, the person we should know who they yeah. are but they just didn't who work wasn't out. willing to live in a van yeah, yeah. To make yeah. It work. yeah. whose wife was like no <laughs> you know what it's 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 really it's easier now to make that call yeah when i was racing there was nobody better was there right you now me I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> me 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 it's andy pre exactly quotes. that's it yeah. pre pre or preload <laughs> pre-pack yeah yeah whatever yeah but uh there's some. I mean, I mean, seen some brilliant teammates who who haven't made it. Who are yeah. selling tickets or right, right. you know, um, Matt Davies was a good one. Okay. I mean, he he beat Jensen really the year before. Was comparable to Jensen in Formula Three, mm-hmm. and he was my teammate in Formula Three. I was the rookie, the old rookie. Mm-hmm. I beat him through the year, but he needed it. This sounds really bad to say this, but he was a party-going guy, mm-hmm. and he needed to be out drinking wine yeah, and having yeah. a good night mm-hmm. and he was quick yeah right obviously you can't do that yeah um, it's not professional but as soon as he got serious about it he couldn't do it huh interesting yeah. so he had to be the uh, he had to be the like James not Hunt not overthink it yeah. yeah right and as soon as he over you know went to the full analytical yeah. approach and didn't better, work better better he thought himself could, out of it thought himself out of it yeah. he just had yeah. to hide it better then yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you could just hide it better. Yeah, just drink fine. in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's some. What's in that water bottle? VIP room. Yeah. Yeah. It, absolutely. Yeah. Get, well, there's some guys that actually I know that got locked in their hotel room by the Formula 3 teams just to stop all From that. From going out and partying. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. 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 But you can't get away with it now. I mean, you know, you have phone. to be absolutely yeah. on your yeah. A game, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing you can do yeah. better than have an early night and drink water yeah. and go to bed. Right. But, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, we used to always do the race of champions yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. there was some crazy I mean I generally do very well the first night uh-huh. I had won it a few times <laughs> and then I'd go out with David and all the guys and the next yeah. day I didn't know which break to, and it was yeah, right in the yeah, evening it wasn't like away. the morning yeah, yeah. we're racing at 9 o'clock at night right. and I wouldn't know which, which foot to use yeah. <laughs> um, well but that's also like an exhibition event you're supposed to be part of the scene so yeah. it's so easy to get out well, of control yeah, there's competition like on track there's competition off track yeah, you're well, like well I'm, I'm going to drink you DC yeah. was the worst for that. Yeah, I was going to say, you picked the worst oh, teammate yeah. of all time for I'm that one. his tolerance is high. Yeah. His tolerance is high. Yeah. 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 And Scottish. also, I know a lot of the, the, the motorbike boys, we talked about the TT before, yeah. but, yeah. Um, you know, John McGuinness and the guys, we used to race at Macau and I would always go and speak to them about, because uh, I love racing motorbikes. Yeah. 
they're relying on what a tiny part of the tyre yeah so they're on a street track if they fall off they die yeah Macau yeah. on a know? bike is insane so yeah. always go and see them yeah. I'd go and see them before my session what's the grip like today John yeah um, not the same or uh, yeah good yeah. and I built up a real rapport with them good because they're really going to be because they're going to yeah. know way more than yeah, you yeah they're hypersensitivity yeah. to yeah. that yeah. so yeah, yeah I always used to be and then they were like my God, you! Um, we never have your the Formula Three drivers talking to us. How'd you get in here? <laughs> yeah, well, they're just normally yeah. like the Formula Three guys are normally the main race, and they're normally two yeah, themselves, they? and yeah, they're yeah. normally very wealthy. Yeah. And the motorbike boys are very much, you know, what you see is what you get. Yeah. But yeah. I always connected with them. In fact, one day we, when well, I you're I, crazy enough to put yourself in debt, so yeah. you could fit with the bike. Guy. Yeah. Well, well, I anyway, got on, yeah. I'm still great friends yeah. with them now, but yeah. I remember um, we did a kart race uh, leading up to Macau. And we all had shorts and T-shirts on. <laughs> and yeah. it was the bike boys against the car boys. No, and we didn't know we were no. karting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. This is when I gained total respect, got yeah. total respect from all the car, uh, motorbike boys. Was Well, all the all the F3 boys were like, no, 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 no. Um, I, I don't have the right. I need my rib protector. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and, I, and I'm out there with my like shorts helmets. and T-shirts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm out there yeah. with my shorts and T-shirts racing with the guys. And suddenly yeah. became one of the guys. But yeah. we'd always have a blowout on the Sunday night after the race. And yeah. some of the years, I was world champion. So yeah, I was a right. big night. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. You'd wake up in the morning and go, what on earth was that all about? <laughs> Did that actually happen? Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, and those yeah. are good. I mean, I've got some fantastic memories of motor racing and Obviously, there's a lot of dedication, a lot of pain, but also some of the people I've met, some of the times I've had, the parties I've had with people, and, you know, it's been very special. Um, and a James Hunt wouldn't survive now. No. He wouldn't be yeah. successful. Yeah. Um, well, he, he'd get cancelled. Yeah, but yeah. Say, yeah. everybody has a phone now. Yeah, he'd so get exactly, cancelled yeah. for, yeah. You, you wouldn't caught. be able to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. he'd simply but get caught. Yeah. You, you would, yeah. yeah. Um, you've got to be you've got to be on you. I feel very very sorry for these this generation now that's coming out yeah. with it's all social media yeah. nothing you can't do anything you can't have that little moment of relaxation yeah. well so would uh yeah. let's say touring car champion like kind of the height of your having fun still being young uh would touring car champion andy prelix uh <laughs> would, would he uh would he have been canceled well, luckily I had a great boss in Dr. Tyson, yeah. Uh, yeah. who okay. was partying with me. Yeah, he was a fun guy, right? Oh, yeah. so he's with you. So he's in the photo, too. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah, not going to get in too much trouble. Yeah, okay. yeah you've got to be clever, guys. Yeah. I mean, we, one night we stuck, we fired up the MG, uh, the BMW M3 GTR Nürburgring winning car, 2 a.m. in the morning yes. in a ski resort <laughs> without pre-warming yeah. with oh, Dr. T well, with us. Yeah, like, yeah, And we were it. all completely <laughs> drunk. <laughs> uh, I think Tommy Coronel was climbing up the to the top of the um, the big tent. Yeah. York yeah. Muller was with me doing burnouts. Yeah. We were just playing with all the toys. Yeah. Uh, we've had like, yeah. And some poor we're mechanic showed up the next morning. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the water leak, guys? You yeah, know? exactly. It's coming <laughs> out of the head what's gasket. What's that all about? Yeah. yeah. But what goes on tour stays on tour. But no, I mean, I, I've always been, um, I've always needed it. You know what I mean? So I haven't been able to, to let my hair down and yeah. be completely sometimes what I wanted to be. But yeah. When you but say you've always needed it, like you couldn't get fired from doing something no. stupid. Yeah. 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 I had yeah. to keep a roof over plan. my head. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. no backup yeah. plan. Yeah. 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 Um, and Seb's the same, you know. I mean, he's uh, he's having a good run, and you know, but I always remind him every day, it's not normal to wake up in a racetrack with a Daytona, with a view like yeah, that, like in a motorhome. You're kind of keeping him aware That's of this. That's not normal. Is, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. This guy's going to work now, Monday morning. Yes, and, yes. Uh, Tomorrow, and, and I used to say, humbling. Win. Yeah, they keep them humble. Yeah, yeah. win on Sunday, nappies on Monday. That's what it was. <laughs> and um, my wife never let me get carried away. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, she's in it with you, which is a very good kind of check factor. 
Yeah. You you always get into that mode where you need something. It's always bigger, better. You need more. You need yeah, more. You know. Yeah, but yeah. actually, you also need to kind of realize where you realize are. Realize where yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I'm I'm always that guy. I'm always that guy. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a tough old business, and things can change very quickly. So you've got to be on. You've got to be realistic. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Well, so speaking of realistic, so it seems like anyone from Europe, when they get going, it's F1. Yeah. All I want to be is F1. And the second you think about touring cars or anything with tin tops or whatever, that is over, and a lot of people have yeah. a hard time adjusting to that. Um, when you move from F3 to start taking on touring car opportunities, how hard was that for you? Um, it was quite an interesting time because at that time, super touring car in the UK was massive. It was like Grandstand, BBC, BTCC, Murray Walker, commentating. Right, so it's still seen as like a huge it championship. It was massive, yeah, you yeah. Know, probably, probably like NASCAR now. Yeah, yeah. Also, I was getting to my late 20s. Because, yeah, you went into F3 as an old I guy. I was 25, 26 in Which F3. Is ancient, because this is like 2000. Like I know. Kids are 18 at this point. I know, but so. I lost five years with no money. Yeah, right. Right, so, right, right, right. I always felt like Formula oh, 3. That's how you said you lost five years by just lying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lying no, about still overnight. <laughs> overnight. I'm 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so. no, I remember Ryan, Ryan, Diz, Ryan Dizel. 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 He was racing with me in Formula 3, and he was like, who's that old guy? You know what I mean? Weird. Yeah, Dizel was kind of an asshole. He had a mouth on him? Yeah. So we had quite a few arguments. We like each other now. but But you know what? I felt like... I felt like Formula 3 was the upper six, which is the University of Motor Racing. I had a chance to do touring car two or three years earlier when I won the Spider Championship. I had an offer, of, and I drove the Williams um, Renault touring car and the Ford Mondeo touring car, and it was looking like I was going that way, but I was like, do you know what? I want to be recognized as a very high-level, international, top-level racing driver. And so you needed to win in Formula 3 to do that. And oh, so... So you went into F3 already with kind of the F1 dream, maybe in the in the mirrors already. That was but like saying yeah. I could beat all these other guys that are gonna go to F1 yes. was gonna and raise I, your profile in touring car. That's what that's what I wanted to do at that point. That makes a lot and of it sense. Was, it was ballsy, but it was mm-hmm. it was right. the right thing to do. Well, everything you did you have done so far has been conservative. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't no, make sense. no real risk involved. Yeah, no yeah. risk in anything you've <laughs> no done. Risk so. yeah, no yeah, risk yeah. at all. No risk at all. F1 yeah. cars uphill. <laughs> I know. I know. Seven hundred horsepower on a cliff. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. When I look back, I mean, yeah, dangerous, dangerous stuff, and 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 it cost people their lives in front of me. But it yeah. was, it was, you know, the hill climb stuff always helped me with racing champions. Yeah, because right, you, would, yeah. you know, you jump into every car. You just go at it. And you go yeah, at it. Yeah. You don't know what to expect turn one, but you're living on instinct. Yeah. And that's where I yeah. learned from my... And I used to love cold tires. <laughs> I used to love the first corner of the race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was what I learned in hill climbing. So mm-hmm. it was a great discipline. Yeah. In fact, hill climbing, uh, Nicky Lauda started in hill climbing and also Sterling Moss. Oh, yeah. There so you it was something that, you yeah. know... But it's some a very success. Unconventional yeah. route. Like yeah, I know. For now sure. it's for, you know karting oh, over here. This, no formula. one knows what that is. Nobody knows. Yeah, what it's it not is. a thing over here. No. Yeah, exactly. But it, in the, you know, it was an unconventional route. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I always felt like Formula Three was the upper six of the sport. You learned to work with engineers. You learned to be very critical of setup. Mm-hmm. I needed to win at a high level, um, at an international level, yeah. to then be able to take a good national level drive where you okay. get paid. And so this would allow your profile to be yeah. where you want it for a fact. So, so there was no giving up on the dream as much as like. 
inflating where you already want to be. At that point, I was in so deep, yeah. I needed to have an exit. Yeah, you know and as I mean? like a 45-year-old F3 driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 46, yeah. I can still win this. Yeah. <laughs> the writing was on the wall. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I was winning at 26, 27 against guys at 19, 20 mm -hmm. right. who yeah. went on to go into Formula 1. Right, yeah. but the reality of that sport is even if you are beating them, you're still 27 yeah. in the eyes of people that would make higher. So who's going to so take the 30-year-old? Who's who's yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I will tell you the moment that I decided, and that was I was testing for the Jaguar Formula 3 team. Okay. And there was nine guys, and there were some big names. It was like a shootout? Shootout. Okay. Yeah. I won the shootout. Oh, wow. Any names you can give? Um, All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Name there's one. There's Courtney. There's some oh, more okay. winners in there. Yeah. There's some big names. Yeah. Um, I won the shootout. It was the quickest guy they tried, They tested. Absolutely. My engineer said, AP, done everything you need yeah. to do. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got this. And do you know the worst time for any racing driver is Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> without a drive. you've never got a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember yeah, yeah. I'm painting the bloody... The, 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 uh, Inside of the caravan? No, I'm, no, I'm, 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 in, a little, I'm yeah. in a little terrace house, but I'm, okay. I've got a baby on the way, which is little Sebastian over there, and yeah. I'm painting his room, getting ready, yeah. putting the cot, and the phone rings, and it was to say I didn't have the drive. <laughs> and it's Christmas. Right. Excellent. And I, it's right. the only time... Wait, so somebody's yeah. calling you on Christmas? Hey, just well, wanted you to know. I just want to ruin your holiday. Yeah, no, <laughs> what I mean is like December the 19th. No, no, I got okay. Yeah, okay. It's Sorry. like, I'd love to have one Christmas that I could enjoy. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I mean? that's one of those things you're like, we'll let you know after the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get the drive, yeah. and I knew, but I knew that I was the quickest guy. Yeah. And that, it hurt me, yeah. because that was my chance to go to Formula 1. Mm -hmm. But... I went and won some of the biggest races in, in F3. I was fighting for wins in Macau and Korea. Mm -hmm. I put it on pole. And, yeah. you know, I went to the last race of the season and I did really well. And then I signed my Honda Touring Car contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Never looked back. Got paid. Yeah. You know, I was basically putting, you know, yeah, putting food on the table. Um, I, I went till 27, 28 without a single paycheck, you know. That's, yeah. that's not nice. Yeah. 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 You know, well, so, I mean, even yeah. if you're not a racing driver, every late 20s kid has that little mini midlife crisis yeah. Yeah. where you're like, F him, I'm going to be 30 and I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. That's this isn't cute you know? anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, that's going on a bit too. That's almost painful. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I yeah, I had like 15, well, 20 fantastic seasons from there with Honda and then I signed with BMW and then I went into touring car, winning everything in world touring car and European and then sports cars and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, it, but... It was tough, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a nice first part of my career, but painful, and it knocked the stuffing out of me. And that's why when I talked to you about in 2019, Larry was like, "If you sign it, you can sign it. If you want to sign it, we've got lots of work for you. You know, there's big projects coming." I'm like, "Do you know what? I let it go, and I I made the choice, and that was nice for the ego because I need." Tom Christensen said that to me as well. He said, "AP." Make sure you make the choice at some point. You know, we were training in Lanzarote and cycling, and he was like, "I made the choice at a certain point. Maybe if it was, a, maybe it's a little bit early, you know. But you know, when I see guys here like yeah, Bill like, Oberland or, or your kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> babies on track, babies yeah, on yeah, track. Yeah, maybe it was a little bit late when I see him, but yeah. <laughs> also I see some really good guys. Yeah, still going, still right? going very yeah. high. Look at Westbrook. Yeah, I was just about you to know? say Westbrook's had a hell of a race. Yeah, yeah, Westy. Yeah. Westy yeah. He's at least my age, if not, <laughs> and he's still doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I think it all comes down to if you really want it. Yeah. Well, you I know? think also, I mean, and you're still in this position, but if you're not getting the opportunities and competitive yeah. equipment, then yeah. you're just kind of driving What's around. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. You, get, you get a little bit more selective. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and uh, at some point you don't want to do all the PR demo laps and all the other stuff that needs to go on with it, you know, and uh, it's an important part. And if you like, Ivan is a prime example of, you know, I drove with him in with a Lincoln Co car, and um, obviously that was my final year of touring Ivan car Muller. racing, Ivan Muller. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I have in my contract, I do zero PR, <laughs> nothing, not one day. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it also takes getting the Ivan Muller yeah, levels being, being of career. A legend of touring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you yeah. probably could have got you that. You could do that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I always, you know, I'm I'm still a second-hand car salesman at heart. You know, <laughs> so I'm still selling cars to pay the. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Larry gets upset with me sometimes. He's like, "No hockey dads allowed here." You know, he's lovely, but he's like, "AP, shut up." Yeah, yeah. Keep away. He said, "Shut the f up." He Let's said, be, "Shut the f yeah, up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't. He loves me and everything yeah. else, but he doesn't want to hear the ball. He yeah, just wants right. to hear the, yeah, he's the business, uh, yep. you know, yep. which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the most beautiful, loyal. You know what? Motor racing is. We're talking about Larry Holt. Larry Holt. Yeah. Multimatic. Multimatic yeah. and like one of the best characters I've ever met in my yeah. life. And, and yeah. Old school. Yeah. Real racer. Yeah. Very loyal. Mm -hmm. Very hard. Yeah. If you don't get it right, the man's you on. know it. Yeah. yeah. But very loyal. And, and that's where the sport has changed a lot in my mind. You know, very transitory now. Swipe left, piss off, you're gone. Some some 19-year-old data guy telling you how to drive, piss off. Yeah. You're not going to do that to me. Sorry. Um, you know, and that's how it is now. It's a different world. Um, and, yeah, you, you get very quickly forgotten very quickly. But, uh, you know, I can look at myself in the mirror every day and feel happy with my career. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've enjoyed very much, you know, over so, the last few years. So on a scale of zero to Jasper Stappen with Seb, where do you, where do you fall? Well, I could, a robot. I'm more towards the <laughs> I'm more towards the Yoss side. Oh, side. You are, oh you're boy. admitting this, okay. man! So you're a bad father. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> have you hugged him yet in your life? Oh, I love. Yeah, I love him oh. a bit. Oh, well, you're already a step. Yeah, ahead. you're yeah, yeah. I hug him too much. What That's if you don't hug him? Maybe he'll win more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you're, you're making him soft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I said to him, I'll only stop hugging you when your beard is stiffer than mine. <laughs> right. So at yeah. the moment, I'm all right. Yeah. But no, I. I'm very hard on him, I must admit, and but you know he needs it sometimes um, just to keep real, you know. Um, and there's a lot of things Seb can improve at. He's very natural. He's very fast. Uh, he's got to learn. You know, racing is a business he's grown up in, and he's got to learn that's not normal. And you've got very privileged to be there all the time. So, and he's learning that. He's learning that more and more. He had his first season on his own last year, and I knew there'd be some pain. Um, he still won the championship. He dominated everything, qualifying and everything, but. He um, he's learning a lot, you know. He's grown up, and he, and he, that needs to happen away from your dad, doesn't it? You know. And Larry is very strong, and he wants Seb to be his own man, and wants to be very this, separate. This opportunity wouldn't be there with Larry if you weren't attached to this in some capacity. Just exactly. the relationship is there, so exactly. you're still you're still a role. The, 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 I am, and um, you know, I'd love Larry to pick up the phone and ask me what my thoughts might be one day and on something. But <laughs> I don't think Larry would agree with he you. Doesn't need you. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't need I'll me. I'll give you your opinion. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. doesn't need. He knows. Yeah. He's a super. So in, so intelligent. Way more intelligent than me. So. Um, he, yeah, he knows what he needs. But uh, do you know what? He's holding his own. He's doing well. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, if he carries on driving well, it still comes down to delivering on track. And yeah. that's my belief, guys. I mean, yeah. I know you've got to be great off the track. Mm -hmm. You've got to be a great role model. Yeah, still got to get it done. You've still got to get it done. Yeah. Otherwise, what's, you're going home. What's the hardest thing as a dad to resist? Is it telling him how to drive? It's getting into the multi-matic pit? Like, what is the... 
Do you know the hardest thing is that dads aren't welcome. You know you're not welcome. It's, right, because it's you've good. seen it on the other side yeah, too. I've yeah. been the wrong you've side, dads, yeah. and I can understand because dads are emotionally connected. Right. It's painfully hard to watch. Yeah, and most and of you, them aren't world touring car champions. <laughs> no. yeah, right. So yeah. he's already got Multiple. that problem when I turn up because the distraction your family distract you you know in the garage it's mm-hmm. like you're yeah. one-to-one with your engineer yeah. eyeball to eyeball yeah and then oh and then it, no that yeah. shouldn't happen yeah it should be fully yeah. connected and so i keep away as much as i can yeah it's yeah. hard though because i want to pick up sometimes the hardest thing is if you see something that's happening that's not right yeah that you know oh, that's something yeah yeah and your experience level you're like yeah. okay you're like, i know i can fix that that's not right yeah. you know yeah. but then you can't do it you can't do it yeah yeah you gotta well, stay away with like the groups you've been with they're gonna figure it out, like on a team level. Yeah. You're not, you're not yeah. with teams that don't know what's going on. No. So, yeah. And he's like he had he was Kenny Moss last year. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best teams yeah. in the business. Yeah. Yep. You know he's gonna be uh, in some shape or form with Multimatic. You, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. What, you have to what, trust. This. What, yeah, yeah. There's nothing I need to yeah. worry about. But in the lower formulas, it was very hard. Are you allowed a radio? Um, I did get one in the end when I. <laughs> I forced my way. I know, yeah. I, know. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of, one of the, I think I think the engineer left his radio here? and I nicked it. No. <laughs> yeah. no, the guys. In fact, Sean. You know, Sean this weekend's given me a radio, but I don't want to listen to it. It's, it's his own thing, and and yet you had it. I listened for five minutes of the session when he was in the car, okay. In, okay. Yeah. but I was already overstepping the mark, and I'll get a big bollocking from Larry, so I better yeah. be careful. Yeah, right. I, be, right. I better not do any more of that. Yeah, better yeah. not do any more of that. But how is it? Uh, obviously, your wife and you—you you guys have been together since you were like teenagers. Yep. It sounds like so she's been through the nervousness yeah. and, and all that stuff. It's been 18 years. Yeah, of watching you yep. race and smashing the things and all that. But that's a baby boy. She's 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 a. I tell you what, guys. I mean, there was one race at Brands Hatch where I couldn't stand next to her, so I, I went to the other side of the circuit, and yeah. I still saw her tonsils <laughs> from the other side of the circuit. I could still see it. Yeah. She's, I feel f- sorry for that woman. I feel yeah. sorry for my mum. Yeah. I feel sorry for your yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Like, at least we know yeah. what it's like to get... You know, once you're in the car, yeah. it's happening. It's yeah. all right, isn't it? Yeah. It's not as bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can hurt, and yeah, it can go wrong, but... They don't understand that, yeah. so that's just pain. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. she's very nervous. Yeah, she's very, very nervous, yeah. and she's lived through me, and now she's living through him. <laughs> yeah. And my grandmother's lived through my father, and yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's not a nice business sure. for that for sure. the for the girls. Was she this way with you, but you just didn't see it? Yes, very yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair. I I'll never forget the time when I won the world championship, and I was racing against another guy who was in the team, who was my teammate, and I said, "Look, we're, we're going head to head. It's the final race of the year." If anything happens to him, don't get caught on the camera celebrating. Yeah. I'll be champion. Right. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. And he went straight off at Lisboa, and the next thing I saw on the big screen was my <laughs> wife giving <laughs> it the like, full, yeah, giving it the full heave ho. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is okay. not very well, PC. Well, we didn't do that right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's very vocal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she screams and shouts, and the mechanics loved it because yeah. she was always screaming in the garage and yeah. block him, Zanardi, block him, yeah. and all this sort yeah. of stuff. But yeah. she's very vocal. Um, yeah. She doesn't. She she lets it go. Yeah. 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 She she's not she doesn't care. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. She's yeah. one of the annoying mums that's screaming in the garage basically. Yeah, but like that's part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how how would you be any different? When you hear yeah. the touring car, you, some of the touring car races and you stand like you've had a DNF and you're sat there and you're pissed off in the garage and then you can hear all the garages screaming for their drivers. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. quite an amazing feeling. Yeah. It's quite yeah. an amazing Because, yeah. 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 I mean, touring cars, you know, it's, it's indoor karting, yep. isn't it? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. just a yeah. push, yeah. shove, bang, yeah. Yeah. rub. Yep. 
you know pavement optional oh, it's, right. yeah. it's the hardest yeah. racing you're ever going to get yeah. well yeah. So, so on that one level because obviously Ryan I don't know specialty is the wrong, right word but you do a lot of touring car and obviously you're you're the guy um, for NASCAR, IndyCar, even road racing folks who maybe watch more prototype stuff, like sell me on touring car. Why is touring car some of the coolest racing on the planet? So for me, one of the big things with touring car racing, before you even get to the race, is an engineering exercise of body roll, damping, and grip. Right, because so, it's not mega horsepower. No. Yeah. So the best setup drivers come from touring car racing. Yeah. I guarantee it. In GT, it got me through my whole career. Right. In sports because cars, the sensitivity. I'm talking one psi of pressure. I'm talking a little few sweeps of bump, uh, a mill of ride height. You know, it's that's the sensitivity you've got because it's you can hemorrhage so much lap time just through not having enough grip or too much grip or whatever. And then the racecraft, you in qualifying. The qualifying. I mean, like the level I had to go to in qualifying to perform well has kept me in any form I've ever driven at a high enough level. Yeah, whether it's, I don't know, Formula One testing or race of champions against Sebastian Loeb, Sebastian Vettel, Schumacher, that level got me through those races, you know? So really hard level because it's so equal and the race craft, you know? Remember Ollie Gavin was racing with me here in Daytona, coming, we were racing for position and he was like, that's a touring car driver right ahead. <laughs> Efficient defending, not aggressive, yeah, yeah. not just clumsy, but just placing yeah, yeah. the car at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Knowing how to be in the way is like yeah. a specialty. You see, in, in, <laughs> in, in single seater, you always lose the downforce. You lose the, you know, you don't have the aero. So you can't get, you can't, not like that, not like that. So I think touring cars really does teach you racecraft. Yeah, yeah. But the racing itself. So if like if I'm if it's a Sunday afternoon, I'm going to choose between watching an NFL game and watching a touring car stream. Why should I watch touring car? Because like you guys had like the success balance and the reverse yeah. grids. I mean, there's all kinds of so stuff. You that do just have doesn't to. That's one of the hardest things because you know with touring car racing, you got to understand the reverse grid, the success balance, the the balance of, of performance, uh, Your or whatever thing. it might yeah, be. Yeah. But but success balance is, is it's. I mean, yeah. it does exist in categories yeah. here. We don't yeah. talk about it as much, but. It's kind of a different form yeah. of BOP in the sense that, yeah. like, it's an rewards. Well, well, yeah, but I say yeah. whether you agree with it or not, it's an honest system because, yeah. like, you know, if you get X amount of results, yeah. you're going to get Y amount of things detuned yes. on your car, and so yeah. you know so that's going into it. It's, it's a no predetermined penalty. Yeah, there's too. no mystery yeah. as to maybe yeah. we'll be too fast and maybe we'll get a right height penalty. Like, this is going to be yeah. what you're going to get. I think you 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 um you you have characters in in touring car racing that that have stood the test of time in terms of what they are and you can express your character in your driving whether you're you know if you're a Rossi you, you can see a Rossi you know in, in GP it's hard to see that in car racing nowadays everything's so clinical but in touring car racing and probably see it in NASCAR you know you can see the Tarquinis um, you can and you get you know cars don't talk interviews generally the touring car driver is a more experienced driver he's not the stereotype so he has some personality he's not the stereotype yeah. yes no i think it was a good race right it's fucking yeah, boring yeah yeah, yeah. it's people you know old I mean? enough to have life experience to say to talk. i think that yeah. he was wrong you know yeah. and i'm taking him to the stewards yeah you know what i mean and there's a bit of that and also i think the racing you can see there's pushing there's shoving there's grass there's yeah hard fought battle yeah. you know well i mean even gt3 action. now if you look at a gt3 car even the wrong way you're going to lose front down force and that's the end of your race. Whereas yeah. in TCR, you could get into it a little bit. You could get so, in and yeah. you can get the toe and yeah. you can benefit. And TCR now, unfortunately, I think those wings are too big, those front splitters. 
yeah. to where you know you need a bit less aero. Yeah. yeah. But you know some of the great, greatest touring car races, whether it's V8 supercars or DTM or whatever, you know, at a certain point it's human. You can see the humans coming through, the human side of the sport, and that's why you get a scaife or a, you know a lounge or you know Craig Lowndes or you know you get a Tarquini or a Muller or a Priya or whatever. Those guys have got their say. And they believe by you live by the sword, you die by the sword a little bit. So, I had uh, problems tr- staying away from Gabriele Tarquini. He was quite hard. <laughs> he tried to case. kill me a couple of times. <laughs> I'll never forget the time we were in. Uh, so in Bruno, I fired him off. I, <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally. He just kids. That him. means oh, you didn't send him. No, but he okay. turned in yeah, very right, late, yeah. so he left the door wide open, and I put it up the inside, and yeah. and he did end up getting sent and I could see he was super unhappy with me yeah. and then about four years later <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm leading Zanvor and I can see Gabrielli behind me and he's like tiny <laughs> yeah. I've got this race yeah. this is done yeah. and next thing boom he, ticks me from, he hits me from behind sends me yeah. and then literally I'm in the box so I'm out of the race yeah. done he comes down to uh, comes down to the paddock and he's like so that is for for four uh, years ago. Who know four years ago? I just became a Tarquini fan. <laughs> now we are equal. Now we're good. Yeah. yeah. Now we're equal. Four years later. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have a new podcast. Yeah. Guess we have to get. If he's yeah. that bitter all the yeah. time, oh, that's my guy. You know, well, that's, yeah. he's the he's the he's the boar. He's the yeah. wild boar. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why he stayed racing for so long. Yeah. 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 But you know, I love him. But <laughs> like, he will. You know, there's a few guys. You know, that yeah. are prepared. Also, Anthony Reid is another one. Okay. They're prepared to die in the race car. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you could be outside at the fastest right-hand corner in, in uh, Thruxton, and he'll turn in. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's you're like, there. Yeah. yeah. He'll turn in. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you've got to respect them for that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's, you know there's I mean? something to it for sure. There, it's it's yeah. not easy to yeah. be like that. Yep. We all want to go home at the end of the day or <laughs> not hurt ourselves. Yeah. So, But, you know, when you want it that much... Yeah, um, you know, and it's, it's something that when I left touring car racing, I had to relearn that sort of because you're driving in a sports car or whatever it is, you're sharing with three other guys. You, you've got to compromise. You've got to act differently, and that's right. something you have to learn. Well, speaking of swords, um, you are a three-time world champion, uh, which then parlayed you into becoming a member of the British Empire. You got an MBE. Which is something, uh, I think that's our first MBE. You're definitely our, our first, first MBE. I'll have to check the notes. Um, what, how does that work? Because like in my head, that's reserved for like F1 world champions. Yep. And like the touring car guy doesn't get that. Graham Goodwin is still talking about it. He's mad. Yeah. Um, uh, what, how does this happen? So um, a bit of a story goes, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of consideration for my racing results and my, my world championships. But that wouldn't have got me, as you say, an MBE. And I wasn't after an MBE. Um, but we had to, both our children were premature. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. I didn't know both of them were. I just yeah, knew that Seb yeah, was. Both yeah, were yeah. seriously yeah. prem. Seb was as well. And uh, so for the second one, for Daniela, I was racing in Macau. And I wasn't there when she was born because she was premature. Wasn't yeah. expected yeah, So early. you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I missed her birth. But and premature in this case isn't like premature with warning. This is... Oh, she's early like, and she's going and you had no idea this was yeah, coming she's yeah, not, yeah. yeah exactly yeah, premature. Okay. so Seb was the size but his head was less than the side of my hand and his legs came to here and then my wife was seriously ill with the second one and uh, at that time I was very high profile in Channel Islands in the UK and I just my wife and I sat on the end of the bed in the, hos- in, in the hospital with my kid in the incubator and we were like we've got to do something good here with this success 
So we, we went about uh, raising and buying equipment for uh, premature babies, for the hospital. So we also um, not only bought equipment, but we also helped children who were seriously ill. Not, not, not always paying our own money, but, but raising money, sometimes paying our own money, but sending kids to the UK to get better treatment. Um, and we raised um, a lot of money over the years and bought a lot of equipment. That, with, along with the, um, you know, the World Touring Car success and the motor racing success, um, basically uh, gave us the, uh, you know, yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's when I got invited or got a letter in the post from the, from the Queen, basically. Yeah, because that was like 2008, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, still a lot of Andy Prealk's history uh, success coming yeah, there was, know, in, yeah. the, in the career. It was just a nice honour. and. Yeah. Uh, the biggest things for me were, were being recognised by the British Racing Drivers Club, getting gold, gold, you know, not only the gold star, but becoming an honorary guard, guardian of the club um, through my success because they knew my story. You know, they knew my, I'm not going to say rags to riches, sure. but rags to success. Van to riches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, and, yeah. and also winning the Bolster Award at the Autosport Awards. The last guy to win that was Bernie Ecclestone. And that was just to recognise my success in sport. But my wife's still doing that 18 years now. On with the, oh, the premature baby foundation, so it's, it's, so it's the Prio Premature Baby Foundation. That's right, the official yeah. name. That's it. And is how like for somebody like us, how do we get involved? Well, is you, there a, you can is go there onto a, the website, the Prio okay. Premature Baby Foundation. You'll see what it does. We now own flats in Southampton where we house sick families and children, whether it's cancer or um, premature birth or whatever medical issues. Because we're living on a small island, you get flown flown away. And um, you, uh, you very often it's an, not it's not like you've got any warning. It's like it's just a, happening. It's now, today. and you're stuck in the Channel Islands. You're stuck in the Channel Islands, so we have housing doing. for the families to keep them together when the children are sick. Is it this common? Is yeah, that, that well, common enough where people need to. They're full every day. Wow. Yeah. So my wife runs that for 18 years, voluntary. Still doing it now, fully voluntary. And um, she's raised millions of pounds over the years to, to raise and yeah. So this played a big role in the MBE that, consideration. That did, because guessing. at that time, I think, you know, I'd done a lot of charity stuff, helping kids and just generally giving back a bit to the to the universe, I suppose. Um, as I say, I learned a lot through my meditation. I was going to say, it, this has to come from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. meditate. I went in a bit deep with Buddhism and all that stuff. But I just, you know, whether it's religion or Buddhism or whatever, but I just learned to, to help people and give a good vibe and kind of um yeah I, I put an energy into something and it you know yeah it was very well recognized and it's been very successful and it's still going on now it's not yeah. like a one or two years yeah, right. stop yeah. this is 18 yeah. years of well you got the mbe which was the old, old yeah. goal now and now you can quit we, yeah exactly yeah. it's not it's not like that <laughs> yeah. exactly obe is where we call you sir so you're not sir andy Priolex. i mean we'll call you yeah. sir we're, if you want okay yeah. no obe is not um so uh, yeah, if you get knighted mm -hmm. Yeah, like Sir Lewis. Yeah, Sir Lewis. That's, but that's not that's you. That's the sword on each shoulder. Okay, no. so you didn't get a sword. No, 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 mate. Okay. I'm, I'm nowhere near that famous. Are you a Kingsman? No, no, no. Okay. I'm not a Kingsman. Can you I'm send a ship somewhere if needed? No. Have you ever fired a cannon? Um, no, but we do have a castle in Guernsey. I could get one organised. Okay, okay. We have All right. Yeah, yeah. We did have so. a, like a semi-invasion going the other day with the French fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed in the English Channel because yeah. okay. they're arguing yeah. over the waters, uh -huh. okay. and I think a cannon was fired, a blank was fired towards one of the like fishing boats. A warning shot, yeah. a warning yeah. shot was awesome. sent. Oh man, Guernsey sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> oh, interesting. The French Revolution, but um, it's just an honour, and it, it yeah. doesn't, you know, 
It's a bit like joining the British Racing Drivers Club. When you get invited to join the British Racing mm -hmm. Drivers Club, that's like the MBE of motorsport. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the uh, this is more public. So you don't get to like a card where you can get like free bus rides or anything. No, you just got the name, the letters after MBE. your name. Okay. Is, so it on, cool. is it on your license or your ID or anything? I haven't done that, no, and I didn't put it oh, on the wait, car. Oh, you, you can? Yeah, you can. I was saying, because that's, that, that's a cops. speeding ticket. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. sorry, sir. The thing is, for yeah. me, like, do, I thought about it. Do I put this on my race car? Yeah. No, that's ego. Yeah, that Ego's becomes pretentious, right? That's a target. That's a target. <laughs> if you're yeah. Gabriele Tarkini, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, like going for the MBE. Yeah. It's like a cop or Billy. Exactly. You know. You might get at it, yeah. Yeah. You can put, maybe put it on your passport. It might get you out of immigration a bit quicker or something <laughs> That's like what that. I'm saying. But, yeah, yeah. Get something um, out of it. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, but uh, it's just a nice honour to have, um, yeah. and it's it's something that, yeah. You know, you forget. But I went to see the Queen. I met the Queen. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also got invited to see the Prime Minister and do all those sort of things. Yeah. So it was nice. But I think the biggest thing that we all want is recognition in our sport, isn't it? Yes, that's absolutely. More important. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but that that for me was a special moment for my family, more my mum and dad. I'm sure, they probably. My mum came to see the Queen. Yeah. And what about yeah. your mother-in-law? Oh, because uh, that's yeah. and, and uh, no, she was still in the dungeon. She was still in. And more specifically, like brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you invite him like, for yeah, sure. No, he's still doing that whole dinner. Yeah. He's still doing really well and working hard. And uh, but he hasn't yeah. met the queen, right? Not yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh dear. No, she's a good girl. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah. But so, what's your daughter's that was name? A touchy moment. My daughter. Yeah. Daniela. Daniela. So yeah. what does she do, or is she? Got something going. She's yet? retired. <laughs> she's had a great career. Yeah. Because yeah. what is yeah. she? 18, 19? No. She's yeah. 18. She just left yeah. school and okay. she's doing social media and yeah. marketing and she's working a little bit in press and mm -hmm. she's trying to find her way. She loves racing yeah. and loves being on the road with us, but that doesn't earn you any money. I was going to say, you know, when you have one one kid in the family that's getting, like, whether it's any sport, you yeah. know, that's getting the parental treatment to go to gymnastics or travel for soccer or whatever it is, and the other kid's not doing that stuff. They can feel left out, you know, or not as yeah. interested or whatever. Absolutely. How, how, so She's been fine. She's been yeah. very easy, like my sister was with yeah. me. Very, yeah. very relaxed and enjoys yeah. being around the racing. My wife's the same. So she actually loves racing so much, she still writes down every sector by hand. So when I used to go so and do the Le Mans yeah, yeah. with Seb and she's, for me. She's still doing that, right. She does it for Seb. Old. Every okay. single sector is written down of every single session. So when he comes in the mud home, he can look at it. It's all written out. Oh, she's um, not lecturing him. No, <laughs> no. But she's like, sector two, lap three, yeah. what the hell? She's yeah. like, Billy Johnson. <laughs> the out there. I don't man. know who this Cindra kid is, but <laughs> you better step up. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Yeah, so, and she was like that with me at Le Mans, you know. She would even have, I'd have all my Jesus stints written Christ. out yeah, yeah, when yeah, I got yeah. in the motor. Yeah. She just, she wouldn't even say anything. It's just her way yeah. of connecting mm -hmm. with where mm -hmm. you are on the track. Yeah. Being a part of it. Yeah. She's living it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I used to get home when I wasn't racing and she'd be doing it. The notebook would be left on the kitchen table and she'd be watching all the racing. And that's really nice. She's not one of those, you know, guys, girls that you meet at the racetrack that's maybe turned up on the grid somewhere. She's genuinely this been is, in it from nothing right the way through, yeah. Well, she's all the She's dead, a racer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a racer. 100%. She is a racer, yeah. Now, on that level, so Seb's so getting more and more experience. The ability to run in big endurance races is there. Where When's the... Uh, when's the... The Prio squared. When's this race happening? You what? guys going to run Le Mans together? Daytona together? What are we going to oh. have this? I'd love to do that. The Magnusons did it. I know. You got to one up them. Yeah, I'd love to do it because, yeah, it would be, I'm, I'm still able to do it with him. And uh, 
he's he's uh, yeah he's in the right place for that now. So I'll have to have talk nicely to Larry. Okay. I have told him this I'd love is not to do the it. first time you've thought about this. I raced against him, which was the hardest thing I've ever done in Against my life. Uh, yeah. Where was this? It was in Spa. And I was oh. with Chris Hoy, Sir Chris Hoy, who's been knighted by the Queen. He's the Olympic five-time gold medalist, sprinter, cyclist. And uh, Seb was in the other car with, with um, Scotty, Scotty Maxwell. Um, and I nipped him in qualifying because what he didn't do was he didn't chase the condition and, and adjust the knobs quick enough. Um, and he, he did me in the race. So it was the perfect scenario. Okay. Because um, you were still faster. Because I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go there and blow him away. Not that I think I could. I don't know if I could. I didn't know. But at the same time, I didn't want to go there and be blown away because I yeah. still want a contract. So yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it's like, how do you play that? Well, you, and then at one point, I was towing him around and Larry was like, hey. AP, drop yeah. it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. You've got, a- you got five minutes left to quali. You've got to do a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody stand out as a teammate uh, that you didn't expect to get on with, that you ended up getting on with really Augusto. well? Augusto. Yeah. So we were like, he was the guy I feared the most this because is, we're pointing, but this is Augusto Farfus. Yeah, he was like right over there. He was like yeah, three yeah, tables yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Running yeah like so three times now. him and I raced against each other in the Alphas and then he joined BMW. You know, when you've got a teammate, he goes, oh, that's going to be hard. Yeah, right. Not only is it going to be hard, he's in my bloody team. So there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we... we we, we were when we were racing against each other it was yeah hard you know and I would have driven over my mother to beat him you know what I mean it's uh, it's terrible to say but you just you know that's the reality um, but we we actually realized that we were very close in terms of personalities very caring you know he's super religious I'm I was super into my you know meditation and we formed a very much a very nice bond more so when I left BMW but you know, he was friendly, always nice and very, very honest. And then uh, when I look back, you know, you have certain periods of times where you have teammates. You almost want them. You attract it because you know that you'll be better as a result. Yeah, right. right. As long yeah. as you're beating him. Yeah, and I didn't always beat him, but I beat him at important times. Mm-hmm. And he he's had a fantastic career at BMW. Yeah. went on. He was way better than DTM. Yeah. You know, he just yeah. went into DTM and it fitted mm-hmm. and worked mm-hmm. well for him. That, that car suited his style and... You know, he's had an amazing career at BMW. Um, yes, but but we have the utmost respect for each other, and yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of passion, and you know, respect and love and everything else yeah. that they might go with it. Yeah. Um, and it's great because he now takes he sees Sebastian out on the track, and yeah. they look after. And Seb grew up watching him race. You know, right, as a little yeah, baby yeah, like yeah, that high deal, yeah. with the cans on, yeah, listening yeah. to all the radio <laughs> and earphones on, and. So it's really nice for Seb to be out there sharing the track with him. And yeah. it's nice for me to see yeah. those things. And, you know, when Bill was driving Billy Obel and he was racing against Sebastian two years ago in the Michelin Pilot yeah, Cup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were some moments there I was like pinching myself. Is that really Seb yeah. racing yeah. Bill yeah. Obel? Yeah. 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 Is, yeah. is that really yeah. Seb right. driving it with All Augusto? Older than you and you're like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can Why I am I out here? Yeah. What, what am I doing am I watching this race? Yeah. Larry. So we know who you get along with. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very common for people when they're competitive to personify that competition. Say like, I can't lose to this person. You'll just lose mm. your. Sh-. Uh, like, who in your uh, who in like your in your times has been like the person you can't lose? Uh, well, crikey, there's been some. There's been a, quite a few over the years, really. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so it sort of, sort of shifts as the competition shifts. Yeah, I think you know Dirk and I had it. Dirky Muller and I had a big rivalry. Um, for a long time, really, really, super close now, and 
and, and everything else. But that was, a, that was tough because he was driving for Schnitzer and we were driving for RBM and there was a like BMW. Even the BMW camp, they're still... Gerhard yeah. Berger wanted teams to race against each other so to raise the level. So you, we were always, I always felt I was racing for BMW against BMW yeah. at that time. Sounds so pretty accurate. it was quite hard. Yeah. So we had some really difficult times, you know, where things happened on track that you weren't happy right. with, you know. So, right. so that was a rivalry and there was, there was a, an Augusto the same. You know, it was like my contract's up for renewal. This young kid's coming to the team. What, you're not going to like him, are you? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You're not going to like him if he's quick. Can he you might have been quickest in pre-season testing or whatever. You think you're missing four tenths or something, and you know you got to find it yeah. before the first race. So, but um, but so it sounds like when you your your kind of anger would be geared at people within your own camp because they're a measure of you, not yeah. so much like so if like Tarkini is a is a I had some issues with him. Yeah, there's a few clips online. Yeah. That's where I was going. But yeah. it, but it sounds like losing to somebody who's in the same basic equipment yeah. was a bigger deal for you. Yeah. It was, yeah, within your own team, because that was... Well, you can always justify another manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. You say, well, maybe they had something we didn't have, yeah. but when it's the same car... I'm sure if you speak to all the Porsche guys, yeah. for instance, yeah. they're all like, yeah. Yeah. you know, the right on their... Yeah. yeah, they're right, they're, that's their first goal. And But, you know, at a certain point, you get to a stage in your career where it doesn't matter so much, or you see the bigger picture. I think I didn't see the big picture then. It's pretty common, you know, though. Yeah. It's common, but... Yeah. There is a big, there is another way to find performance that I've learned, you know, whether it's through being open and helping, you know, an overall global team thing goes on. But, you, you know, you still got to at a certain point lay the lap down, haven't you, and, and show what you can do. And, and that's a selfish thing to do, but you've got to push for the new tyre or, you know, if you're not doing it, I know the team have heard it all before, but, you know, they very quickly forget you if you don't do it. So it's, it's a tough, you can't please everyone. So we do some what we call housekeeping. Um, so we have a pass-along question. You kind of already answered it, but we'll, uh, we'll kind of revisit it just quickly. What make from Graham Goodwin of DailySportsCar.com or SportsCar366.com. Uh, what makes you so much better than any other racing driver that you got awarded an MBE? Um, I got a big heart. <laughs> Most of them haven't got a heart. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, listen, my kids. Yeah. 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 So. Um, we don't know who our next guest is going to be. So, generic question for the guests we don't know yet. If you were going to come up with a generic, and they're not always drivers. Yeah, it's anybody know, drivers, engineers. Yeah. Uh, what would be your generic next question for our next guest? Right, um, and it could be anybody. Yeah. Mm, what What keeps you awake at night? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. What keeps you awake at night? What keeps you awake at night now? Me. Yeah. Um. I'm always thinking that I'm always worried about where the f can all this go. At some point, it's going to stop. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. keeps me awake at yeah, night. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, you know, got an RV here, and a trailer, and a your truck, house, and I'm, is your house paid off? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you got You're that. Right. Yeah. So you, you can still mortgage that. Yeah. 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 But you know, you're always worrying about all the things that you're. You know, with, yeah. with everything in racing, it's all about putting it out there, and you know, yeah. going, and yeah. you know, having yeah. a bit bit of a risk you know yeah, to do it so yeah. yeah that always keeps me awake at night generally yeah. I'm, I, I would worry about things like that as you look at 30 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well, 30's coming up 30's yeah, 30 coming up close year. I've got to get real with it now I've yeah. got to start I might have to go and have a real job yeah exactly <laughs> shit that's scary yeah, name tag. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so you've obviously had enough of a career to sort of see the highs and lows that people can go through you understand the storytelling yeah. aspect so do you see, looking at this year, like who, who would you say has a storyline that's going to be most interesting to sort of redeem themselves? 
Well, I'd probably say someone like Dane Cameron would be the mm. guy that would probably, yeah. Kind of on yeah. the way back. Yeah, on the way back up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get pretty low and then, you know, now he's on a big high. Sorry, Dane. Sorry, Dane. Sorry, Dane. Sorry about that, mate. I'm, cur I'm generally curious about this because I've started to, to, to practice meditation myself yep. and, and read more about that. And I think it's just coming from a sense of like, I, like literally what you're saying and not necessarily the pressure, but also just like frustration, you know, with like things not going the right way yeah. or things that I, I don't know what to do different to get where I want to go with it, you know? So I know where you need to go with that. Yeah. Don't, me meditation and Buddhism is just... So that's kind of what I was going to ask because Buddhism's been on my on my radar or something. Yeah, it's I wanna, nice, but yeah. you don't want to be too nice. Sure, I almost sure. got to the point where I was too nice. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he took me off. Oh, it doesn't matter. So I don't know that I'll ever be able to to, to learn that level of... Because like once I'm on track, like like the, you were telling the Tarquini story earlier about four years ago, and I was thinking about when I wrecked the guy three years after at, yep. at Lime Rock. Uh, yep. And I'm like, oh, I kinda, yeah, I kind of get it. Um, but yep. in terms of like outside of the race weekend, ways to kind of put yourself perspective. You yep. know what I mean? Like you were trying to say to Seb, like, hey, this isn't normal. Yep. I appreciate this sort of is. What were, what were some of the things you either read or, 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 well, or learned for me, I, I put all my success down to one thing, and it was that silver mind method that I studied, which was a very practical form of meditation, but it's more like goal setting, visualization, and end result thinking. Because most of the time we're in motor racing, you're kind of dealing with failure, aren't you? Um, so you've got to learn to look for that end result, what you really want at the end of it, and strive towards that. And there's a, you know, the silver mind method gave me that, you know, receiving the check from the sponsor or paying or signing the contract or whatever doing the deal that's your you know that's the end result um, and really backing it up with a massive course of action so not just dreaming and being fairy but backing it up with a huge amount of work but having that very driven result and that's something that I learned a lot in Silvermind method and also I learned a lot about problem solving so you know whether it's uh, so I used to use like triggers that I would program what I would call up my level, which is a lower level in the mind, maybe a, like a sort of, sort of hypno, hypno, hypnotic state. But I would program massive intuition and I'd use like a three finger technique to recall massive um, intuition when I needed it, whether it's on setup or, and I still use it now. And I've programmed at that level because you know, you've got your left and your right side of the brain, the creative side and the analytical side, and it's balancing those two together. So it's like being analytical, but also being really intuitive. Is that the roll bar, is it, you know, and the feeling, you know? Um, so I've learned to use that, and that's something I've practiced a lot with Silver Method, problem solving. Maybe you've got a problem in, with somebody in the team and you've got to learn how to, you know, to work with it that better. Um, and there's a lot of things that I used in my career, and that was the one that I always came back to. You know, I go off and do all my other stuff and my training and my meditation. I'd always come back to the practical form of problem solving and meditation and visualization, goal setting. Used to use it a lot for lap recall, going through before simulators. I'd know every single bump, gear change, shift point, you know, and curb and everything and how the grip would change and just using that recall that I would do at a level, which is my point where I'd sit quietly and count myself to a lower level of the mind, that alpha state. And that's where the intuition and the creative side would be developed. And then I would use that during the high pressure moments to, to instinctively deal with the problems that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of yeah. techniques I use that are really yeah. spooky that worked really well for me. If it works, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can argue with it. Yeah. I don't have an MBE. 
Uh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Give me time. We're gonna get you in, make, make you English. Yeah, yeah I gotta be a English good first. Yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta do like really charitable things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure my you dad. might have to win the old race, but that doesn't matter so Give much. Give me time. Hey, he's getting good on Irish. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. A, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. a solid mid packer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's already good then. If you're yeah, up there see? in the middle of the yeah. pack. Anyway, so all right. So so uh, so you're uh, you know obviously you're you're in a semi-retired state. You're still doing development work. Seb is obviously full time, but. We've had some some maybe offline conversations about the future of the sport. What is Seb's career looking like in ten years? And more as a reflection of like where is Seb and where is the sport in ten years? In yeah, your mind? that's the thing for me is like yeah. knowing where the sport is in ten years time. Um, I think the next five years definitely sports car racing at a high level, and then you know from then on, yeah. ten years from time. Do you know what guys? I can't. I can't. I can't work it out to yeah. be honest yeah. I don't think I, anybody can I, I just no. don't know where it's going to go with all the electric and yeah. I think um, it's a it's a you know it's a difficult phase for every mm-hmm. young up and coming driver now yeah. to know where it's going to be honest five years I'm happy yeah, but not right. happy because you're never happy in racing sure. but <laughs> five years I think we'll be okay yeah. but I don't know where it's going from then guys yeah. sorry I don't know enough you maybe need to speak to the Larry Holtz of the world yeah, to, to yeah. understand that question. So our, our sports car fan base, um, they'll know who you are when they click on the on the Andy Priowl. Uh, uh, they like, won't know how to say your name. Priowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like for some of our other fans who are less sports car oriented, what's the legacy you're hoping they'd take away from something like this? The, from some Yeah, like what is the takeaway you want? Like why did you sit here with us for people um, who don't know you? Well, I think um, it's it's for me. I like to, I like to sort of express what the sport, how hard it is in the sport, and how how you need to be to be successful, you know, and, and to 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 sort of try and get the message across that there's more. It's more than just driving the car. There's this, there's the the mind, the the mental side, this physical side, you know. Try and make the sport more. I don't know, sporty. Really? Yeah. Um, but what about you personally? Like, what would you hope someone takes away from listening to this? Like, man, that Andy pre pre Horlicks. Uh, <laughs> oh well, I hope that I can inspire people to, yeah. to to go out for their dreams. And yeah, it's not. I'm not talking about something that you know. I don't want to be a role model or anything. But you know, things. I haven't. You know, I haven't always been the best in everything. I wasn't the best at school. And you know, it's it's about knuckling down and being gritty and having that willpower to to drive forward and uh, push push for what you want in life that's for me the most I like that I get inspired by that and you know sometimes it's a very lonely place to be but there's always a way out yeah well I'd say on that note Continental's got the check Home, we've been.